the Carolina Outdoors. We're glad that you're in session with us. While we're in session every Saturday, we come in via the airwaves of WBT blasting up and down the eastern seaboard. But for everybody else who wants to sleep in, we're also available via podcast. Just type in Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty here, Wes Lawson right there. Bill, earlier this week, you had a chance to sit down with one of our favorite footwear reps, Griffin Gideon. Tell us about that conversation. So footwear is important, Wes Lawson, as we uh, move into the summer months. You know, it sure is, Bill. And footwear is one of those topics that we, um, I think, individually and as a staff at Jesse Brown's really do kind of hone in on. We love to ask questions about people's feet, ankles, and knees to help them get the right fit because, not that we're prying, we want to make sure that they have happy feet so they have good, happy faces in their pictures and their memories, <laughs> yes. but also that they have what they need for their trip. And you know, Griffin has been such a good rep for us, a good representative of Olakai. Uh, I feel like that has been a brand that has really just caught fire, but so has that whole genre. Oh, it's incredible how it has uh, shifted and and been reshaped in, in the footwear realm all across the board, but especially sport sandals. So at Jesse Brown's right now, and, and we can talk about the usage. We uh, In the opening, we're talking a bit about summer camps. And having a sport sandal that has a security strap around your heel is really a requirement. We have a lot of Chaco sandals in there that are also uh, prominent for, for summer camp because you can wear them in water, in a creek, by the pool, anything like that. But you can also wear those um, on land or on a hike. That's right. You know, these are not the uh, the Roman sandals that Merle Haggard derided <laughs> so much all those years ago. They are comfortable, they are functional, and they will hold up at all of the adventures you can throw at them. But there are some differences, and it's not just how that shoe is going to interact with your foot. It's also with the environment. So if you're going to be in rocks and streams, or if you have a young person going off to summer camp, we might ease them towards a closed-toed multi-purpose shoe or a hybrid like a Keen Newport or the women's version, the Whisper, because it still vents really well. It's a lot less shoe than a shoe, deep thoughts, but it's going to help protect their toes, which is a really big deal. But if you're going to be out and about running around just having fun, not worried so much about toe issues, We've got a lot of Chaco options from traditional sandals to that sport sandal with the strap going around the back that really does secure to your foot as well as a shoe would. And then those good old-fashioned three-point sandals. Three-point sandals. Well, I brought that up, you know, talking to Griffin about that is a, a three-point sandal versus a flip-flop. What's the difference? Uh, about $30. Yeah, or a flip-flop is the shower shoe your kid takes off to college or to summer camp. Uh, when you're investing in footwear that's this pricey but this well-made, 
it's not a flip-flop. Hey, I got a challenge for you, though, and I should have uh, brought it forth to, to Griffin Gideon from Olakai, but here is one challenge, and again, in the open of the Carolina Outdoors this week, we talked a little bit about travel and people going to tropical places, and the challenge is this, to have support if you are um, on a boat, standing on a skiff or whatever, and in wanting that arch support that is required so that your feet are not fatigued after standing there casting to fish all day and fish fighting all day. But then at some point, many of these people get out onto the flats and wade themselves. Now, if you're uh, on a pristine flat that doesn't have a lot of reef and marl and things like that, you can be barefooted. But there's always the fear of stepping on something sharp that may may cut your your toes, so you want that protection. But the other side is you don't want to carry a lot of sand around in your heel. You know how it can get in there and it doesn't silt out. Uh, In fact, one of the uh, most prominent pieces of footwear moving away from the sandal conversation is the Flats boot from Sims, which right now, Wes, is really, really almost impossible to find in the marketplace. They really are, and and it's such a special boot because it it almost looks like if you took a pair of topsiders but made them, you know, mid-high boot kind of cut, so if you do have to jump off the skiff to get in the water, your ankles are protected, you don't have all that stuff coming in abrading, because that is really painful. I mean, I've been there I don't want to do that again. But you can wear those shoes all day long. A lot of guides will be in those things all day long. It's their work attire. It's way better than the old school Chuck Taylors we used to use for that. And they don't weigh (laughs) 12 pounds when they're wet like Chuck's do. Um, Or there's also, you know, from Sims, the the riprap, which is a similar kind of zip-up neoprene booty with a hard rubber um, outsole. All of these shoes, though, are also non-marking, which is important when we talk about boats. Uh, boat people don't want you scuffing up their decks. It's just a nightmare to, to maintain. So most water shoes, most of our, a lot of our hiking shoes even with the Vibram soles are non-marking, which is a nice thing. That way you can still be on the boat, on the flat skiff, on a sailboat. So you have all that safety and protection, but you're also not causing an owner to have a minor heart attack as they watch you scuff up their boat. And then of course there's that brand new Vasque water shoe. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. We just got it into Jesse Brown's. The Satora Mock is a, 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 I guess it's a camp shoe. It's a, a something to get out of once you've you're done with your hike. Whether you want to hike it, lounge it, um, just kick back and enjoy. Let your feet have some breathing room in there. It's a men's mock. We have a, again an Olakai version, the Pahua, all those Hawaiian names for ladies um, uh, in the Olakai version, but it's just one brand new shipment of of footwear that, again, has been difficult to get because of sourcing, but at Jesse Brown's, we've been fortunate enough, um, lucky, dare we say, or no, let's stick with fortunate, yeah. uh, to be getting stock in during a time that's hard for many others to get stock. We've got a full grouping of fly fishing. We've got a full grouping of footwear as well, sandals, shoes, all of the above. So it's a great time to to get out there because the weather is friendly to being outside. 
you know, in a camp shoe is a, is an interesting topic, and that kind of that's a, that diverges in two different directions. One would be a shoe for summer camp, which the Satoru mock could be, but there's also the shoe to be worn around your campsite. So if you are, let's say, heading off to Kilimanjaro, we do talk to you about having that other shoe you wear once the hike of the day is done. And why do you need two shoes? Well, for a lot of reasons. The first is to save your feet. Your feet need to be in a different environment. They need to breathe, which is something like the Satoru Mach does. It's got a more cushion-oriented footbed, which is going to allow the muscles and the tendons in your feet to relax more so that the next day they, they are more recovered and you can be more agile and efficient. The other is so it's going to help protect your boots. These are you know, investment pieces, and if we can give them a breather, they will dry out properly, but will also get more durability out of the actual midsole, which is that part where your foot comes into contact with. So if we can do those things, a lightweight camp shoe like the Satoru Mach, there are some sandals we might think about as well, but really I like the idea of keeping the foot more protected because campsites always have some sort of air of infamiliarity, but there's also things around that can cause problems, and we don't want your trip to be ruined because of a stub toe or a cracked nail. It's amazing how many times it can be something simple just like that, a cracked nail, a split this, a blister there, and it ruins or defines the entire adventure negatively. It only takes one rock or a tent stake. A tent stake is like one of the most dangerous things in the wilderness. You step on one of those the wrong way, and it's game over. Well, and our friends uh, Griffin Gideon from Olakai kind of said it, and that's been our specialty at Jesse Brown's too, is advising and fitting um, along the way. So for whatever your pursuit is in this upcoming summer, stop by jessebrowns.com or stop by Jesse Brown's store there in the heart of the South Park Shopping District in Charlotte, and we'll get you situated for whatever it is. If it's a, a tropical flats wading trip, or maybe it's a, a short hike at the state park, or maybe you're going to go hit that Appalachian Trail, the outdoors is in session, so it's time to go. His name's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about Mount Rushmore, at least the Mount Rushmore of fly fishing 